This episode was recorded before we realised we had ADHD. We've left our old episodes up as we now recognise our struggles and helpful tips were all ADHD related and we hope that they can help you too. We hope you enjoy listening to this episode. Just please be aware we won't specifically mention ADHD. Welcome to A Dopamine Kit, your weekly dose of positivity. We're your hosts, Sparky and Shell. Join us each week as we help change your habits, tackle fears and challenge your mindset. Let's get to it. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 16 of A Dopamine Kick. Today, we're going to be talking about why you need an accountability partner. Before we get into that, as always, I always say this at the beginning of every episode, just a reminder to follow the podcast on whatever platform you are listening to us on. And don't forget to stick around till the end for our little kicker this week, as we've got a great resource for you. Okay, so let's get started. What is an accountability partner? So the definition of an accountability partner is a partnership where you mutually agree to provide feedback on a regular basis so you can share wins, encourage and discuss challenges. So basically what that means is an accountability partner is someone you ask to peer pressure you into doing the things that you don't want to do. Okay, so one example of an accountability partner for me is 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 you shall so we do this podcast together there are a lot of things that we need to do and if we don't get them done we're going to be letting each other down so we we both have different roles on this podcast you will write the episodes and do a lot of research and you're really good with the science stuff and talking about the science stuff which I love by the way and then I will do the editing and uploading of all the episodes so that is an accountability partnership there it's it's two people agreeing to do to do something and actually holding you accountable for doing that exactly and that ties in really nicely with why you need an accountability partner so it's so much easier to talk yourself out of pushing your boundaries when you're on your own it's easy to tell yourself a story make excuses easy to procrastinate move the deadlines further back when you're on your own having an accountability partner also gives you fresh perspectives so you may see things that you've missed or opportunities that you're missing out on or they may actually help you highlight skills that you haven't fully harnessed yet. And I think it's really good to have someone that can see that from a different perspective, because sometimes, you know, you can just get lost in your own thoughts. And an accountability partner can be used for various situations, really. It doesn't have to be a podcast. It can be to achieve fitness goals. It can be to start a business. It can be for budgeting or parenting, because that's an accountability partnership and self-help as well. Do you have friends that lift you up in a positive way and give you the right advice? See, I think all of these situations and more, you can use an accountability for to keep yourself motivated and pushing forward. So for this week's science bit, we're going to do something a little bit different. Rather than a study, uh, what I have for you this week is a TEDx talk from Eshrak Ahmed on accountability. It's really worth a listen. We'll put it in the show notes. He's quite funny as well. So it's it's um, entertaining as, as well as informative. Um, personally, I love the fact that he discusses smart goals. My fave. Oh, no. <laughs> smart goals. <laughs> but no, it is really it's really worth a listen. Uh, it's not too long. It's only 12 minutes, but it's well worth it. 12 minutes of your time. Yeah. TED Talks are great, aren't they? I, I actually listen to a lot of TED Talks because... I think they give you motivation and inspiration and you can find TED Talks on so many different areas uh, if you're struggling on anything in your life and it's a bonus if they're quite funny as well. So as Shell said, we will link that particular like TED Talk down in the show notes below. 
Okay, so let's go through what you need to look for in an accountability partner. So the first thing, most important, I would say, is motivation. They need to be motivated to help you achieve your goal and equally motivated to achieve their own. Things will deteriorate so quickly if one person loses interest. That's very, very true. If one person loses interest, then the accountability partnership basically ends there as, you know, moving forward will be a bit of a struggle. But before we discuss what specific traits that you need to look for in an accountability partner, I thought it'd be great if we could discuss a few examples of how Myself and Shell both motivate each other as an accountability partner for this podcast. So one of the things that motivates us both is our desire to want to help other people. And the way that we know that we are reaching other people is to check our download statistics to see how many people have actually listened to our episodes and where they've been listening from and things like that. So we can get a motivational boost from that to know that we are reaching others and we'll message each other about it, won't we? We'll be like, oh, we've just had a listener from this country and this country and we've had this many listens on this episode. And our conversations when we do that can be quite motivational and actually pushes us to come up with more ideas. And reviews as well. Oh, we love yeah. reviews. Reviews. They uplift us so much. <laughs> Shell loves the reviews anyway. I love the reviews. Shell loves the reviews. <laughs> It's all feedback. <laughs> yeah, it's it's all feedback and those things do help us keep motivated. Another thing that I would say is when things do go wrong or things do need addressing, we will both message each other and keep that motivation going. So Shao will say to me, I think we need to do this or we need to do that. So again, another person with a fresh perspective and different ideas that keeps that motivation going. I mean, there are ways it can go wrong. Like if you delete an entire website when someone's <laughs> working on it, then Never maybe they that. just need to help you realise that sometimes you just can't take part in that particular task anymore. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's all constructive. <laughs> so the second thing is positivity. So your accountability partner needs to keep you committed and make sure you acknowledge and give yourself credit for every milestone you pass because those dopamine kicks will keep you going. An example that I have here of keeping the positivity is we both have a tendency, as we talk about a lot in these episodes, to spiral when things go wrong. And we've talked about them in detail <laughs> over each of our episodes. So you all know now some of our vices. And the good thing about this is because we both have a tendency to actually do this, we both know when we're actually doing it. We both realise yeah, when we're doing it. <laughs> absolutely. We can bring each other down, yeah, can't we? We could when we're spiraling. We yeah. can bring each other I mean lift each other up. Sorry. <laughs> I was <laughs> I was gonna say, well, are we bringing each other down now? Okay, well that's not what I was gonna talk about. <laughs> I meant bring each bringing you it's down from like when you're when it. you're like heightened and, and, and hyperactive. We can bring each other down or like Bring each other back from the brink. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So we bring each other back from the brink quite a lot. <laughs> And there's actually been quite a few times that this has happened. And okay, an example of this. So I'm just going to say it. So guys, unfortunately, we actually joined the one star review club because <laughs> someone gave us a one star and they didn't say why. They didn't leave a message as to why they were going to leave one star. They just did. And, you know, we're open to constructive criticism if we think that it's constructive but this person never even left a review. They just put one star. And <laughs> this is something that you could actually spiral about. You could think, 
well, we could just give up or you could say, what's the point of doing this podcast and no one likes it, we're rubbish. But as we've discussed before, what evidence is that based on? Because we've got some really good reviews already. And I think that when we're talking about bringing ourselves back from the brink, I guess what we mean is we will message each other and look at the positive side of things. And I mean, an example of this is the positive thoughts episode that we did. Uh, where we said positive things about each other. And sometimes you just need the other person to give you positive words, those things that can uplift you, that can make you feel better and make you feel like you're worthy of doing something. And I think that's what we did when it came to this one star review. We both just said to each other, do you know what? It doesn't really matter. I think it's really interesting how we both reacted because without realising it, so that I'm not sure when the review actually came in, but without realising it, we both saw it on an evening, had like a personal stress about it, <laughs> slept on it, and then <laughs> talked about it the next day, both with a, a sort of a view that the other person was going to fall apart and we had to be the strong one. So we sort of both came to it together. Like, you know, I, I've had my stress about it, but it's okay. It's, it's not a problem. Um, so yeah, we both sort of almost like trying to protect each other. I thought it was quite nice. Do you know what? I have to admit that I was really shocked at your reaction because I saw the one star and I thought to myself, you know, okay, not what you want to see, but we've we've got one star. It it it's not a big deal. But then you can slip into bad thoughts, can't you? Like, are we really that bad? <laughs> so I saw the one star and I thought, you know what? I'm not even gonna message Shell about it because what if she thinks I don't want to do the podcast anymore or that's it, it's over and done with, like people hate us and it's dead to me. So I thought rather than sending her a text, I'm going to wait until I actually speak to her to soften the blow. <laughs> and then I woke up and you'd already messaged me and we're like, oh, just to let you know, we've got one star. Oh, well, it doesn't really matter. I think onwards and upwards. <laughs> and I thought, wow. That is you growing. That is you growing. Because honestly, a few years ago, I swear. This would have been a month long spiral, wouldn't it? <laughs> the podcast would have been dead to you, literally yeah, dead exactly. in the water. Burning all yeah, the episodes. Exactly. Burning all the episodes. <laughs> I literally probably would have been sat there deleting all the episodes with tears streaming down my face thinking it's over. <laughs> And I think that ties in really nicely with the next point, which is they need to actually hold you accountable. Yes. Yeah. If your accountability partner doesn't challenge you and lets you make excuses, then you're just not going to reach your goals. We can all tell ourselves a story about why we don't have time for something or why something isn't important. Um, and what you need from your accountability partner is for them to rein you back in and keep you focused. If your partner is someone who says, you know, oh yeah, oh no, you're right. Yeah, let's just shelve that for six months. Then neither of you are going to accomplish anything. And a great example of us doing this with each other is the fact that we need to do an episode every week. So, you know, an episode takes actually a long time. It takes research, it takes writing, it takes recording, like what we're doing right now, and then the editing. So if you have somebody as a partner that's like, oh, you know, don't worry about it this week. You know, if we were like that, then we actually wouldn't, probably get any episodes done because we'd probably not bother doing it. So I think we hold each other accountable in that way. And I know sometimes I can be a little bit lastminute.com, <laughs> but it gets done because I know that if I don't do it, 
I'm going to have Shao screaming at me saying, where is it? Well, well, not exactly screaming at me because you don't exactly do that. But you know what I mean? Like, I don't think you'd be very happy if I said to you, oh, do you know what? I just I couldn't be, bothered, couldn't this be week. bothered this week. So I've just let it go. I haven't really got a proper excuse, but I'm just being socially awkward and giving you an excuse or something like that. Do you know what I mean? So I think it's really good to have somebody that you know that is actually going to hold you accountable and not going to just go along with your excuses. I think as well, some of it comes from not so much a fear of being like reprimanded or letting me down, but it's more like when someone does something, it motivates you. So like, I know that I feel like, you know, you spend hours editing this podcast and then uploading and, and, and writing the show notes. And I feel like, my part in that is to like research and write the episodes and you do your part and that motivates me to do mine and I would feel awful if I let you down like I don't think you'd even need to say anything I would I would <laughs> I would definitely reprimand myself more than anything that you could <laughs> do you, say do you know what though I actually wouldn't be mad or anything like that because I think having an accountability partner isn't about having someone that beats you with a stick and tells you all the things that you've done wrong. I mean, we all have valid reasons for not completing things on time. We're not perfectionists, but I think it's about having that respect for someone, isn't it? Just like having that mutual respect in a situation where they're guiding you, they're not telling you, not controlling you, saying this is what you've got to do or anything like that. I think it's a mutual understanding. It's that mutual respect for each other to help each other, to help each other go forward, but in a positive way. Absolutely. So, you know, you need an accountability partner and you know what attributes they should have. But who should you choose as an accountability partner? So broadly, really, you've got two options. You can either look for someone in your circle already. So that's things like family, friends, co-workers. Um, and that can be really good because they already know you. Um, they probably have a good idea of your, your your goals, your aspirations, your limitations. So that's really positive. But I'd say the downside of having someone from your inner circle is you need someone that will be able to give you the honest truth. And friends and family are not always able to do that. It can be really tempting to sugar the pill for people that we have close attachments to. And it can be really tempting to go for someone who sugarcoats everything. People who have attachments with you, whether it's good friends or family members, they do have a tendency to sugarcoat the truth. So we always want to make sure that the people that we're actually choosing to be an accountability partner are going to give us that unfiltered truth. Not matron style, (laughs) but I guess what I mean is try to choose people that aren't people pleasers, as I would not recommend going for someone who pleases people because people who agree with everything that you say are not going to give you that unfiltered truth you will get a biased perspective from them and that doesn't mean that they're a bad person or they do it in a bad way but it just means that you won't get someone is going to push you further you need someone who is going to hold you accountable and know exactly what they think so you need someone who is calm understanding and truthful so think about who it is in your inner circle that is more likely to be that kind of person and choose them wisely so the other option that you've got if you don't want to go with someone you already know is to search for an accountability partner online now this can be a little bit more time consuming to find someone who's the right fit but the advantage is is that you'll have come together with the same goal in mind and a stranger is going to find it much easier to call you out on your BS. Ah, that's so true. Yeah, just a stranger. It's easier to be more direct with a stranger, isn't it? Um, Absolutely. To, to, you know, 
to talk through a computer screen or say why is this not being done so i think it's it's it that's a really good option if you do struggle to find someone that's close to you that's going to give you the you know the harsh truth or harsh reality of what you need to hear sometimes <laughs> and that ties really nicely in with our little kicker for this week so our little kicker is a resource it's called supporty uh, we'll put the link in the show notes so um you can view it as a, a website but it, it is also an app as well so it's an accountability matching service and it'll just let you test out if matching with a partner online is for you now it is a paid program it's about 16 dollars a month but they've got a two-week trial and how they work is they match you with a person and you spend a week messaging them if they don't suit you you request a new partner um, and you match with a, uh, another person the next week so you can try out two partners in your free trial and see whether or not it, it works for you. So it's not an affiliate link. We don't get anything. If you do try them out, it's just something that we thought might genuinely help you guys out. So I hope this episode has helped you in choosing your accountability partner and the reasons why it's good to have one as well. Remember to choose the person wisely based on their skills and attributes. And if you feel that someone would benefit from listening to this episode, please, please share it with them as we want to help as many people as possible. And if you want to leave a review, as long as it's not a one star, please feel free. Yes, a five star review would be great. <laughs> OK, see you next time. Bye bye. See y'all. All right, that's everything this week, guys. But if you want to carry on with the conversation, join us over on our social media platforms. We're on all the major channels and our handle is at a dopamine kick. We'd also be super grateful if you could leave us a review on the podcast wherever you're listening as it helps us to grow our audience and help more people. Okay, we'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.